presents... Hey folks, welcome back to On Location for a brief pre-Christmas return from Ian Fleming with a few more of his favourite quirky cameras. If you'd like to make something for On Location, drop us a line at sunny16presents at gmail.com. Until next time, here's Ian Fleming. Hello everybody, it's Ian Fleming again uh, with another edition, edition number two of my Quirky Camera series. Uh, This time I've got an Olympus, a Polaroid, of course I would have a Polaroid being me, I've got one by Fujifilm and a Kodak. Two of these cameras are rangefinders. Since my last podcast um, I've been uh, resurrecting a darkroom. I used to have a darkroom about 20 years ago and I had a, a Meopter enlarger which did a 35 and medium format. I also had a Devere Vericon 405 with a cold cathode head for large format, absolutely enormous enlarger, which I had to give away at the time because nobody wanted it. Now, of course, everybody would want it. So what I've done this time is I sold uh, a 35mm only enlarger, a Lights Valoi, uh, and then I've bought a Intrepid uh, 4x5 camera to use as an enlarger because I already had the Intrepid enlarger kit from Kickstarter because I felt that would give me the option of 35 medium format and large format off one enlarger system. Uh, I've pretty much got all the uh, wet side we've got a new sink and taps and uh, you've probably seen on Instagram me developing film and the dry side's nearly there now with the enlarger uh, safe light a nice big Nova darkroom clock Um, so I'm quite looking forward to starting enlarging again my wife and I just got to work out to put on the um, blackout on the window which we've got to sort out but that's fine and I'll report back when I've done my first prints. Uh, it'd be nice. I haven't done printing for 20 years, so I'm looking forward to it. Uh, now we'll carry on with the podcast. As you know, last time uh, I went down the rabbit hole of the Olympus Quickshot AFL. So the AFLS, which I had on the last episode, I managed to get uh, pictures out of it and develop them. And they're on my Instagram feed and I got really nice pictures. But... I sent it off to be repaired, and the man who's repaired lots of them said, no, I can't repair it. So, as it didn't cost me anything, that camera has long since gone. So I then got an AFLT, which is the later one, which does work. And uh, here's the... I'll turn it on, and you can hear. Now, sadly for Olympus, this camera has um, a... 36 f 2.8 and a 60 if i switch it to 60 you'll hear there you go the whole thing comes out the front a longer length and then goes back but uh, this camera lost some of the lovely design features of the previous two this is what i call more of a brick so when you're taking pictures with this you you have to trust the af there's no indication in the viewfinder of whether the af works or not There is a self-timer and there's a focus lock button, so you can, in theory, lock the focus on a subject. This camera works fine. What can I say about it? I mean, I shot a roll of cine still through it and I got nice results, but I think on balance, I'm going to sell this one because it's a bit of a brick. It's not an attractive camera to use. And the viewfinder is right stuck at one end of the camera, weirdly. 
So the Olympus AFL-T, that's what I've got here, the AFL-T. So it's um, a camera I shan't be keeping. That's the Olympus AFL-T. As an update to uh, the Olympus Saga, I've ordered another AFLS on eBay for £16 that claims to work completely. Uh, again, I'll believe it when I see it, but I thought it was worth a go. So the next camera I have here is um, from Fujifilm, and this camera has eight lenses. And I know somebody who will know this camera quite well. That's Graham from the Homemade Pan Camera Podcast. This is the Fuji Rencher Cardia. Uh, which takes eight lenses, takes uh, eight shots each time. So if I turn the camera on, you'll hear, as I press the shutter, if I wind it on, of course, it was designed to uh, help golfers check their golf swing, can you believe it? This camera seems to me was a way of selling a lot of film to <laughs> golfers by Fujifilm. Um, I'm not sure any... Um, golfers would ever use it really uh, all the instructions are on the back in terms of the focusing length and um, stuff it's all in Japanese of course there is another version of this camera with 16 lenses believe it or not one of the things you can do is load uh, take a picture of some something moving and then load all the images once you've processed the film and turn them into a moving gif it's a rather strange camera and I don't know whether I'll keep this one uh, I may sell it, but it's fun to use. Um, this is the Fuji Rencher Cardia, uh, a Fujifilm camera. So that's my next quirky camera. So this camera, uh, if I fire it up, you'll probably recognise the sound. Most of you will know that as a um, Polaroid quick step noise. So this is the Polaroid 3000. Who knew that Polaroid made a rangefinder? Um, it's supposed to have a good lens. It takes a SX-70 film. And um, the only thing I would say is, in my view, the uh, uh, the rangefinder patch goes back to front from what I'm used to. So this is rather interesting. It's black. Um, the only thing is, if you buy these secondhand, I took me a couple of goes to get this one to work cycling it. And the first one I bought I had to send back because it wouldn't just wouldn't cycle. So just be a bit wary if you're going to buy the Polaroid 3000 uh, secondhand. Obviously, they'll all be secondhand. Um, but it's a, a Polaroid rangefinder. So there you go. The next camera I have for you uh, is a Kodak. And it's also a rangefinder. And it's also an Instamatic. It takes 126 film. Uh, this camera is really a bricky. This is the... Uh, Kodak Instamatic X90. It weighs about two kilograms. It's a lump. But uh, I had to buy two of these to get one to work properly. So these cameras have, you can set the shutter speed. You can obviously focus this normally uh, on the front and it's got quite a nice lens on it. It's got a 30, 38 millimeter f2.8. But the only problem with this is the exposure is controlled by electronics. Uh, and uh, the first one I had, I had to uh, sell on again because no matter what I did with changing batteries, etc., I couldn't get it to work. But this one does work. 
these take a funny battery of PX30, but I managed to get a 2032 in packing it out with coins, and that made it work fine. Uh, this camera winds on automatically uh, with a winder underneath. I, I don't know if you can hear that. Like you pull it in and out, and it's a manual wind up, and then there you go, you can hear it take a shot. Um, it uses magic cubes if you want to use flash. The shots I've taken this have been quite good. The, uh, what was it? the There is a catch with this. It doesn't work well with the uh, Facmatic adapter or reloads because of the uh, spring-loaded wind-on system that tends to jam on the sprocket. So you do need uh, really uh, one, two, six properly perforated film for this one. It's got, uh, you know, all the usual features really. It's quite a good camera, I think. The rangefinder's quite bright and sharp. Um, yeah, I quite like this. It's a strange Instamatic. It's the Instamatic X90, uh, American camera. A bit of a lump, uh, as I say, uh, probably the dad's camera of the day. The Instamatic, Kodak Instamatic X90. And that's all from uh, my quirky camera podcast for this week, uh, or this time, until I get round to doing another one. Uh, uh, if you've got any questions, feel free to get back to me. Uh, I'm on Instagram as I Fleming and on Flickr. Um, I'll leave some show notes this time for Graham. I'll actually try and do some. So uh, much appreciated, everybody. All the best. Keep shooting film, guys. Bye.